Blog Talk Radio. This is Saida Garrett, and I'm tuned in to Intro to Info with my girl, Makisha. You are listening to Intro to Info with your host, Makisha from D.C. That's me, open-minded, business-minded, spiritual, a little hood, and very nerdy and down-to-earth. And Queen of Hearts from Florida. She's so ladylike, family-oriented, quick-witted, and a real pillar in her community. On our platform, we discuss anything imaginable, but we talk a lot of pop culture, current events, and speak on our personal life experiences. We interview fantastic guests with unique stories, and Lord knows we just have organic fun. And check this out. If you want to join in on the fun, call in at 515-605-9376. We are live on Saturdays from 9 to 10 p.m. EST on the J. King Network. If you are an info for info, tune in to Intro to Info. Turn us up in your headphones. Welcome to today's episode of Intro to Info. I'm your host, Makisha, broadcasting live from the Washington, D.C. area. Today is Saturday, November 18th, 2023. So glad that you could join us, whether you're listening live or via the Archive podcast. We're here each and every Saturday from 9 until 10 p.m. Eastern Standard Time right here on the J. King Network. On this network, there are a bunch of fantastic shows. So in addition to us, please peruse around the whole network, and enjoy yourself. I just was taking a look at the episodes and the listeners, and I was reminded, like, wow, people really are listening. So I'm going to be more intentional as a host because I like to have a lot of fun. But when you see actual numbers, because data does not lie, I'm like, oh, my God, people are actually listening. Not that I don't see them on the board or see them, you know, they – texting me saying they're listening, but seeing the data actually in front of you kind of does something to the psyche, all right? So that said, got a couple of co-hosts today. Um, Emerson, I'm going to bring you on just to say hi, and then we're going to welcome our special guest. So how you doing, Emerson? Emerson. Oh, wow. I was on mute, and I was talking. Hi, everyone. Um, I'm Emerson. I am here for the info. Um, I'm here tonight to sit back, relax, and have some good conversation. So let's let's get into it. Let's get into it, as you would say. Um, I'm very thrilled to welcome our special guest. We've been talking for a few months now, setting this interview up. And this is, I just kind of like the way that he did his brand. And we'll talk about it. So his name is Jeff Markinette Jr., the international make every se- make every second count speaker, is a transformative speaker, author, coach, youth mentor, and walking miracle. He is the host of Make Every Second Count live show, hosted weekly from his home in Ohio. At the age of 17, he almost met the eternal stop sign while waiting to turn at a green light. 
he was told he would never walk again. But after 18-plus years of recovery, Jeff is not only walking but is determined to run. After his near-death experience, Jeff wants everyone to make every second count. He now travels the world transforming lives so that others don't have to hope for a second chance to truly live the life they've always wanted. Um, oh, my mother's listening. Hi, Mommy. <laughs> Jeff, I'm going to take you off of mute and welcome you to our show. Thank you so much for giving us an hour of your time this evening. Hello. Hey, thank you so much for having me this evening. I am quite honored to be here. And we're equally as honored to have you on this evening. As I said when I was introducing you, I really like the way that you branded your website to make every second count. And what I like the most is that you have the amount of days, minutes, and seconds remaining in this year. And, again, having the data in front of you because numbers don't lie. When men lie, women lie. Numbers don't. I love that because it makes you say, what are you doing with your time? So I want to say thank you to that. Actually, when I need a little bit of inspiration, I just go to your website and look at the seconds just pass by and make sure that I'm intentional with as many seconds as I can because we like to have a little leisure, but I I think that you have to earn your leisure. So, again, thank you for that great website. Not a problem. Thank you so much for the shout-out. I'll have to let my um, Internet, my site developers know that you gave them a shout-out. Oh, yeah. Tell them kudos on a job well done. (laughs) Yeah. So let's get into it. Talk to me about what the inspiration was behind the Make Every Second Count brand. Well, the the inspiration behind it came from my near-fatal car accident. I mean, I almost died when I was 17 years old, and I my life had to change overnight. And I quickly realized that life wasn't guaranteed for anybody. I mean, I felt invincible as a 17-year-old. And then on my way to lunch, I was hit by a semi right in the driver's side door. It immediately knocked me unconscious, and I would spend the next two and a half months in a coma. Now, I'll say that again because you might have missed it. (laughs) I spent two and a half months in a coma. I spent three and a half in the hospital with a traumatic brain injury, a broken neck, a fractured jaw, two broken ribs, a punctured lung, and a ruptured spleen. Now, most of those injuries are deadly by themselves, and I have them all at once. Mercy. And you live to tell about it, so we're thankful for that. How old are you now? I'm actually 39. I just turned 39, so I, I'm getting used to saying that, but it's not the easiest thing in the world. <laughs> but aging? Yeah. 
definitely so, getting older. Well, like I told my sister, because she hates the idea of getting older because she thinks men are not going to try to holler at her anymore. But I'm like, the alternative is you're going to die. So you either keep living or you die. I mean, you got to pick one here. But um, let me ask you, what impact does that accident have on your life on today? Are any of those injuries enduring up to this point? Yes. Actually, my traumatic brain injury still affects me to this day. I mean, I talk kind of slow. I have some issues sometimes with talking, and I I walk a little funny. But the thing is, I'm actually walking. Nobody can take that away from me. Did you have to learn to speak and walk again after the accident? Yes, I had to relearn everything again. It was almost like I had my 17th birthday in October 2001. And then in 2002, I was basically set back to an infant. I could no longer walk. I could no longer talk. I can no longer eat. I can no longer drink. And I had to relearn all that stuff again. And I have been in physical therapy now for 22 years. Were you the only person in the car? Well, actually, no. Uh, I had a passenger. He broke his little finger, and he didn't realize it till that night. Now, while that may sound shocking and all, a few years after my accident, he was in another accident as a passenger. And this time, he didn't make it. So... I I don't know that that's why the final destination movies never really sat right with me after that. <laughs> mm-hmm, mm-hmm, mm-hmm. Just I know that um those doctors I guess were surprised that you made it out of that alive. Do I have that correct? Yes, that that is correct. You know Doctors can do all kinds of tests. They they can test your blood. They can do x-rays. They can do MRIs. They can do CAT scans. They can even test your reflexes. They can test your brain waves and all kinds of stuff. But you know what they can't test? Your heart, your willingness to work your willingness to fight, and your willingness not to give up. Um, Truly, truly, I never forgot someone told me one time that doctors practice medicine. It's, It's a very profound statement. You know, the word practice, the operative word here, they practice medicine. So that's just correct to your point. That's to your point. The whole, once again, the whole make every second count 
it just resonates with me because I'm not a proponent of wasting time. I just, I'm against it. That's why I stopped buying on, like, PlayStations. I was like, this is mindless entertainment. It, it's fun. It's nice and leisurely. But I'm like, this, I'm not enhancing. But you can, like, learn certain skills with video games. But me, I'm the type of person, uh, I got to make every second count, to your point. Like, you have to be intentional. And um, everything that you sh- do should be towards something else. It shouldn't, nothing should ever be impulsive or mindless, in, in my opinion. Emerson, you might disagree with me, but I'm just that way. I'm just very practical. They say Capricorns are the most boring sign in the world, and that's all well and good, but um, <laughs> I just think that. <laughs> you should just uh, you know, think about things before you do them. But I, I really like that make every second count thing. Has that phrase, we know that you're a motivational speaker as well as an author. Have any of your fan base or your supporters um, has that phrase resonated with any of them in different ways? Yeah, well, I I haven't received um, that kind of feedback, but I have talked to a lot of people, and they they do say that they they think more about make making every second count after they have heard me talk. Mm-hmm. Mhm. That's awesome. So we have something in common, Jeff. I see that you also are a, a radio host, or you have a, a podcast. Yeah, it's called Make Every Second Count Live, and it's on Facebook, it's on YouTube, and it's on LinkedIn. It's not technically a podcast, but it it's a show, I guess. Do you have what's the premise of your show? Do you um do you interview people or do you just talk? And how or when do you come on? Yeah, I, I come on every Tuesday night at seven p.m. Eastern time, and I do um I interview a different guest most weeks, if not every week. I try to every week, but sometimes people aren't reliable. <laughs> and um, I end up having to do something on my own, but we generally talk about things that they have gone through, how or things that they have grown through. Now, I say grown through. I don't say go through because I believe that there is a lesson in everything that we go through. So we have to take that lesson and use it to fuel us getting through that something. And we offer tips and ideas of how people can deal with things in their life. Very nice. Um, it's funny that you said some people are not always reliable. Um, you know, I, I learned something because I, I, I have a side hustle of photography and I am in the company of some very ritzy people. And one thing that they do, Jeff, is they'll confirm that you'll be somewhere and they will reconfirm like twice 
that you'll be somewhere like right up until like almost to the time of. And I said, uh-huh. Now you, when you were around those types of people, you got to pick up on the, like the little things that they do to make them be able to stay at that level. So I said, okay. So with the guests, I confirm as soon as I ask and they say yes. And then I reconfirm like the day before and they might get it one more time yeah. that Saturday. So if they can't yeah. make you can make provisions and, and rest in peace to the former producer of um, J King network, because it used to be when I couldn't, when the guests canceled, I would just leave the dead air. Like I wouldn't have a show, but Lynn Tolliver Jr. Rest in peace. He said, Makisha, do not, if you, if you are scheduled for a show, you got to put something in that slot. I don't know what you think you're doing, but you got to put it. So to your point, very, very good. Michael Gay, I see you're on the line, big brother. If you want to talk, put your hand up. But other than that, if you're just now tuning in, this is Intro to Info with your host, Makisha. We're talking to our special guest, Jeff Marquinette, Jr. He is making every second count, and you should do the very same. Jeff, I'm already inspired. I hope that the listeners are, are you know, have learned something and will continue to learn something as well. I definitely want to check out your show. I want to ask you, What's one of the guests who you had on the show? Who was somebody who you really, really enjoyed interviewing and why? Um, so let's think here. Uh, I'd say Mark Black, and he is from Canada, and he has run a marathon with somebody else's heart and someone else's lungs so this guy has had a lung transplant and a heart transplant and he is he runs marathons now and i'm like what that that was amazing to me yeah oh man i've got to go back and find that one Uh, wow I got to find that episode. Absolutely. Um, before I bring you in, um, Emerson, do you have any questions or comments before we bring Mike in? No, let's get into it. I'm, I think this is this is great. I mean, every second really does count. And hearing your story, I mean, that's amazing. I have a friend who went through something similar, was also in a coma for two months, and, you know, just, it's just a, such a miracle, and the fact that you've really chosen, um, both of you, my friend as well, you guys have chosen to really use purpose um, in your actions moving forward, and, and that's just that's remarkable because you don't have to. Thank you. Absolutely. I'm in agreement. Um, Michael Gay, off mute you go. Good evening. Happy Saturday, big brother. Hey, sis, I'm going to have to chime in just a couple of minutes. Just give me a moment. I'm just in the middle of a transaction. I'll be right back. <laughs> very good. Very good. <laughs> like you say, always busy. Um, and Tamika, Tamika's also in Atlanta right now, by the way, Mike. So maybe y'all can have tacos together or something. But, no. but Jeff, I um, want to go back. Emerson, thank you for bringing up the, uh, the, the part where he said he was in a coma. Because it's interesting sometimes the stories of people when they're in comas, one of them being um, sometimes people can still hear or they're still um, kind of alert in a coma is what I've heard. 
Now, have you ever heard that and or has that ever was that your experience? I have heard that. That was not my experience whatsoever. It, it was basically like I went to school on January 7th, and mm-hmm. I was asleep until about two and a half months later. That That's the only thing, only experience I had. Okay. Okay, so yours was a, a coma through and through. Uh, Mom, I'm going to take you off mute. I just want you to say hi in any comments you have. Go ahead. Hi, Mommy. I love you. Hi, Good Mom. Evening. Good evening, everyone. I love you too, my daughter. Um, it's uh, very interesting listening to the gentleman this evening. He has really been through a lot, and I just thank the Lord for being with him and pulling him through and healing him, although he may have some challenges mentioned. One thing he said that uh, tickled me only because I was told that with my condition, sometimes you have to laugh when you want to cry. When he said, I walk a little funny, but I'm thankful I'm walking. And uh, I have rheumatoid arthritis, and uh, sometimes I walk a little funny too. And I was I was uh, confined not for as long as this gentleman, and I wasn't in a coma, but I was unable to use my legs for a couple of months, most most recently. Um, and um, I. Um, was confined to the upper level of my house. My husband and my children had to take care of me. I was in, in I was in excruciating pain because they didn't know what was wrong with me. Um, I had to be diagnosed with rheumatoid arthritis. We we they didn't know what was wrong, and so um, I want to just share with everyone that I walk a little funny too. But like the gentleman who is the speaker tonight, uh, I'm walking, and I'm thankful. I have two canes. I have three walkers. Uh, I have a wheelchair. I have all kinds of things. But I'm able to get out of my house. I'm able to go places. I'm able to drive my car, and I'm thankful. And uh, very uh, thankful for the guests speaker tonight thus far he's been very interesting i don't know what else he's going to share uh uh during the course of uh this time but uh he has really quite uh a story to share and i'm, I'm glad Amen. that i'm tuning in thank you hey hey sis hey sis i don't know if my mic is unmuted this is michael gay I'm back. Can you hear me? Yeah. Yeah. Hey, bro. Oh, okay. Hey, hey, sis. And hey, all the listeners, special guests. Uh, I came in a little late, but I think I caught a little bit of the gist of it. I heard when you were asking uh, his, his uh, who was one of his best guests, and he shared that story. And, you know, um, based on what I'm hearing, I work with uh, a variety of people. 
Some get on my last damn nerves, I'm going to tell you. And they got all their faculties working for them. But there's two individuals that I work with that amaze me every day that I see them. There is a gentleman who has a walking disability. There's one gentleman who has very, very small hands, okay? And I just watch them. And they are the hardest workers I see in the whole damn store, to be honest. Literally. They do their job better than folks who have all their faculties. You understand what I mean? They just mm-hmm. do what needs to be done. When you got folks who have everything they need to get the job done and they're lazy as hell, they don't want to pick up a piece of paper off the damn floor. They'd rather step over it, <laughs> you know, or step on it. So, I, I mean, I'm just being honest. It just blows my mind. But I see these individuals, and I'm looking at them, and I spend lunch time with them, and we chat, and you know, you know, I mean, they're just everyday people. And and I wish that most folks will look at it in that sense of where, you know, you have to be really thankful that you have all your faculties, and think of the folks that are not in the same situation as you. You know what I'm saying? For lack of of a better term, but they find a way to do everyday things with their challenges and do it even better than we do, to be honest. They really do. I, yeah. I see this every day. And I, am, uh, and I commend you and I salute you, my brother, uh, and everyone out there who, you mm-hmm. know, have these challenges, like, like uh, I believe that was Mama Best. You know, uh, she still, still, still looks at it where, hey, look, I got to do what I got to do. I'm not going to just sit down and say, okay, it's over with. No, she battles it. And 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 I and I really commend and salute each and every one of you. I truly do because, as I said, two of my coworkers, I'm just in awe. And when I when I come to work and I'm thinking, damn, I got to go through this BS every day and blah 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 blah. But I take a look at them, and I'm like, shit, they got more of a challenge than I do. Yeah. They got to deal with people that's looking at them crazy. That's real yeah, rap. That's Queen of, I know you're on the line, Queen of Hearts. I'm going to take you off of mute. Everybody, welcome co-host Queen of Hearts. How are you all the way in Florida? What's up? What's up? We're doing lovely over here, enjoying ourselves, enjoying this rainy weather, and we're doing well. Thanks, it's raining in Florida. Oh, yeah. Of course. How come most of the time when I talk to people who are in Florida, they always tell me the weather's bad when they're on vacation? Why, why is that? Or they're visiting? It's because we want to let the hey, the sky open up and let their rain come down. <laughs> most folks I know that, that that take a vacation to go to Florida. It's raining. I'm like, really? Florida? Uh-huh. Okay. <laughs> but mm. I um, definitely wanted to, um, I wanted to rebut on what my mom just said because, mm. yeah, those moments were something else for having three kids who love and adore their mother and are accustomed to seeing their mother uh, in full body. It was something that we prayed through. But this is where sometimes the rubber meets the road because I've had a million good times with my mother. But this is a time that she needed us. 
And this was, you know, the good mm-hmm. times, the bad times, whether times are good or bad or happy or sad. You need to be there for the people who love, who you love. And that was what this was. We like, come what may, we're going to stick together as a unit. And, Mom, we're going to continue to be there for you. She has made improvements, vast improvements, because she was confined to the bed for months. But you just pray your way through it. You just be there for them. And, just, and Jeff, I hope that you have a similar support system of people who just, I mean, ride or die for you, like come what may. And that's what real love is, he asked me. Jeff, what say you here? I I completely agree with you on that. Um, but I I have to go back to what your brother said there for a few mm-hmm. minutes that he, he was talking about um people that go through things. Now, people that don't have all their faculties or don't have the ability to do certain things and he he said that they are often happier than the people that do have all their faculties or the abilities to do things. Now, I find that to be very interesting because one of my guests on my show was a quadruple amputee, meaning she has no arms and no legs. And she was still on my show. And she she still drives. She still does all this stuff that most people don't even do. And it's like, how? Why? I, I don't understand this. Because she's pushing herself harder than we ever can. And I'm like, wow, I am just shocked by that. Can I respond to what you just said? Go for it. Because, you know, um, and thank you for saying that. Because what I've learned is is, is a drive to be of normalcy, you know, of, of, of being able to, and when I say normalcy, I'm saying that we're to be a, a, a person who is uh, – able to do what is considered normal, driving a car, you know, uh, like you just said, she's able to drive. They, I mean, they, they've made it where people who don't have arms, who don't have legs, can still operate a motor vehicle. Isn't that amazing? Yeah. We, we, take it for, we take it for granted, but that's amazing that you can do it. So I think that the person that you're speaking of, it's like, well, you know, I'm not going to be that type of person to be like, no, I can't do it. It's, 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 not, it's not something I want to test, or I, I'm, I'm scared in this matter. No, she went beyond the, 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 the whole thing of where, uh, you know, of, uh, it, because you don't have arms and legs, you can't do it. No, she's like, no, it's available. I'm going to go ahead and try. And obviously, she's doing very well at it. And so she's back at being normal, not being dependent on someone to take her here or there. She could do it herself. I'm pretty sure she owns her own car too, right? Yes, she does. She owns her own house. She lives Mm -hmm. on her own. She does everything on her own. And it's nuts to me. Mm -hmm. And I really have a lot, again, I say I have a lot of respect um, I'm in awe when I see folks who 
who don't have all of their, you know, their limbs and everything, and they're able to to adjust to it and and do even better than most of us who do have all of our limbs. You know, that's that's just an amazing, you know, thing to go through the fact of where you were born with them. Some folks, you know, some folks are born without limbs. We know that, right? Uh, you know, yeah. uh, based on, you know, certain um, uh, birth defects, you know. Yeah. But they manage to, to, to grow older and grow and, 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 and get beyond that. Some people do lose limbs. People do lose eyesight. You know, yeah. and everything. But learn how to get beyond that. I really commend those folks because, to be honest, I think it would be really devastating for me, and I'm pretty sure everybody here on this board, if we lost a limb, if we lost eyesight at our ages, how would we handle it? Would we give up? Would we try to, you know, look at the alternatives? Or would we just give up? And be like, oh, that's it. That's the question I really have for a lot of folks. How would you handle that at your age now? At a younger age, probably you would understand it or, or, you know, get through it or work through it. But when you're in your 30s, 40s, 50s, 60s, it might be kind of difficult to accept, you know, that 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 type of situation, and just not, you know. Uh, fight through it and and, and uh, you know work for for uh, making your life better or your situation better. I think that is, is is something that I think a lot of folks need to question themselves because anything can happen. We all know that. Very true. Uh, my 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 grandmother, she had sight, but she lost her sight. Uh, sis, you know uh, you know uh, who they call six eyes. You know he had sight. But as he got older, he lost his sight. And that brother is amazing, <laughs> you know, when you talk to him. He, yeah. he, Stevie Wonder had sight. Ray Charles had sight. And look, at what, and, and look what they accomplished after losing their sight. So, you know, being, being grateful is a very real thing. I've had to have mm-hmm. many conversations where I've had to remind people because they would say stuff like, I wish God would move faster. God isn't moving fast enough. And it, it and it's, a lot of times people half my age. And it's, you have to be glad that they come into you saying that because sometimes people just haven't lived enough to understand things. So <laughs> good it's your job as a, somebody who's twice their age to break down why that's a statement that you need to uh, – reconsider to not ever say again because you're not appreciating all of your blessings. And I start breaking down all their blessings one by one by one. They be like, whoa. And sometimes people will come back to me and be like, I thought about what you said and you're right and it's pretty amazing and I, I will become more appreciative. Um, I'll play this back to them, Jeff. This, this, this interview because they haven't been through this. And hear you, hear you saying. So people just get in the thing where they now, you know, it's, I don't have what I want yet, but you're not appreciating what you have in that moment and thanking God for that on a daily basis because for all we know, that's how you keep it. 
Well, well God moving faster. I'm sorry. Go ahead. I'm I'm sorry. Go ahead, bro. No, I was going to say, well, when they say, I wish God would move faster. Well, you know, where he moved faster was that he allowed us to wake up this morning. That was the speed of God. Some people die in their sleep. So God moved fast. You're awake. You're able to, you know, and, and people don't look at where, you know, and I know this might sound crazy, but there's been situations where I was in the same area where an event went down, and I could have been in the in the middle of that. See what I mean? Where a shooting went down, I could have been a victim. See what I'm saying? So God did move faster. You know, um, uh, certain things. The car accident, you you know, look at social amazing now where years past we didn't have all the video that we see now where you know you got all these cameras on the streets that show you where a person unfortunately that's the wrong place at the wrong time but they survive that right you look at the, the train coming across the track and bam you know but that person lived through that accident we didn't have that 30 40 years ago right but 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 that that's where you know uh, you know you should be blessed that you went through it and you lived through it, you know. Um, going back to the other thing of what uh, your guest is talking about, you know, where having the gift of having the gift of of, of uh, himself and like uh, the individual he spoke of to keep moving forward and sharing it. He has his own show, right? Am I correct? His guest came on and shared it. Having those type of conversations to inspire individuals who are probably in the same situation, but also like you having him on the show to inspire us, to inspire us and respect that, respect it. I hate to see, and every day I see it, the disrespect some young folks and older folks have for the elderly. I see young folks right around the damn store. Ain't a damn thing wrong with their ass. They just lazy as hell. Ain't a damn what thing What you say? Wrong. You think like, what you say? What, you say you see them what? rolling around on the, um, the scooters. When I see them kids getting them little scooters. You know what I'm talking about, the little scooters, the little electric scooters for the elderly. Or, or yeah, 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 you know, the little carts. I mean, you will see young kids, they ain't got no cast on, ain't nothing wrong on their leg, ain't nothing wrong. They just lazy as hell, and they just riding around racing each other. And I have to tell them, no, get your asses up over here. Oh, I injured myself. I played football at school. So both of y'all got to end it late. Get your ass out of here. I'll tell them in a minute. No, come on now. You're just having fun. While there's two, three elderly individuals, or people who really need those things, right, looking for one. And you all over here riding around the store acting a fool. That's yeah. disrespect, you know. And I blame some of the parents, and even not just kids. I see grown adults do the same thing. I'm like, your ass can walk. Get your ass out of that damn cart and grab one of those shopping carts and walk around here and shop. 
you know that there's somebody at that front door. Now, granted, there's this one woman I see that come, and this woman is 90, I think I was told she's 96 years old. She will not ride in one of those cars. She would rather hold on to a shopping cart and walk around the store. I'd, I'd much rather walk in a store, in an airport, wherever. I'd, I will not ride in one of those carts. I will okay. not get in a wheelchair. That that okay. I, there was too long that I had to be in that situation. That mm-hmm. I'm out of it now. I'm not going to do that anymore. Okay. Well, you may shut up. <laughs> I was defended, but you know, for the ones that do it. But that's but that's great. Because the thing is, again, that's what I said. There are some folks who who feel like if they if they do uh, do that uh, that it, it, it's where they're not exercising. They're they're not using their their body. Am I right? Yeah. They're not exercising. You know. So you rather walk than than have the luxury of one of those carts. Okay. Correct. And I go um, to the gym um, like five to seven times a week, and I work mm-hmm. out. Um, <laughs> I I do a lot of stuff that, as as you say, normal people wouldn't do. Mm-hmm. Wow. I know I don't. <laughs> That's all right. I, I can't I can't blame you for that. I wish so bad though I really do. I'm gonna try to do it. I'm not gonna say it's a New Year's resolution because everyone says that, but I do really want to try. You know. Yeah. Well, um, if you do, just don't go too hard too fast. You gotta build yourself up to it, or you will. Uh, quit before you really get started. Yeah, I think that's important. And what I think what it really comes down to in life with anything, especially something new or if you're trying to break a habit or whatever the case may be, anything counts. You know, even if you went in there and you didn't do everything that you wanted to do, you went. That's better than not going. So I think you know, when you're when you're starting out with something that may not may be a little harder for you than um, easier, just give yourself the credit at all. You know. Yeah, you. I think I think we have to celebrate our little wins more often than we do our big wins. Like, say you want to get to the gym. And you actually show up at the gym. You should celebrate that. You shouldn't. You should celebrate that as much as you do your birthday, because you actually did something to better yourself, and that is amazing. One hundred percent. That is what you just said. I like that. You know, because your birthday comes once a year, but. The uh, the building of your health is a daily thing, right? In your body, right. is that what you're saying? Right. 
Um, yes, so I like correct. how you said that. And the name is Jeff, right? Yes. If you don't mind me asking, Jeff, how long have you been broadcasting, and and what is it that you're really sharing? I mean, I'm sure you 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 have a lot of folks, but how long have you been broadcasting? And and I'm sure that uh, my sister is going to have have you share how to contact and listen to you. Um, and what got you into broadcasting? Is, well, is it something that you really loved, and was it part of this, or was it? Something else, and this got tied into it, or if you don't mind sharing the whole, the, the thing, a little bit about that. It was because I was out speaking. I wanted more practice at speaking, <laughs> so mm-hmm. it was kind of a selfish reason. But once I got into it and I started doing more of it, I started to like it. Now I started it on. Um, October 31st, 2017. So I've been doing it for over six years now. And I, I absolutely love each and every episode because I find out what other people are doing. And while that helps me, that also helps them. And it also helps people out there in the world that choose to watch this show. Well, congratulations, my brother. You said October 2017? Yeah. It was Halloween 2017. Congratulations. Thank you. And salute you. Thank you. And, and Jeff, I think an underestimated portion of hosting a radio show is the network that you build. Terrence J said in the interview that your most important asset is your Rolodex. And I said, oh, really? And, I, and sometimes you're doing stuff and you don't really realize the value of it. But I was, me and Queen have been doing this show. Intro Info has been on the air for 11 or 12 years, and it has enhanced wow. my Rolodex in a very fantastic way, interviewed everybody from celebrities, you know, to adult film stars, Ma, I I don't know if you know that, but I have, and psychologists and and, and people who own, like, doctors, everybody you can imagine. And they're a phone call away at this point because not only are you networking with them, so we're spending an hour together talking. You You will likely not forget our time together. So I could still, you know, call you. It's, it's an underestimated way to network, in my opinion. Yeah, well, that, I that I I first of all have to say, wow, and I, I, I respect you because you have been doing it longer than I have, and I don't meet a lot of people that have been doing it longer than me. Well, the thing you know, is, well, in my mind is that, uh, but, but but honestly, I must have missed. Uh, I, I must have missed the uh, the adult film star interviews, uh, sis. Uh, you never told me about that, but uh, okay. Bro, uh, I, I guess I have to hey, go back hey, and look at the archives. <laughs> hey, bro, I had Mr. Marcus on. No, I don't want to talk to the men. No, 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 that, that, no, well, no. Just, I was wondering. But, but I, I don't want to talk to the men. Okay. I want, I want, I, I want you to you. Oh, okay. I well, then I don't want to. 
If you had some of the women, I would go back into your archives. But, you know, if you had some men, I, know, I don't want to. I don't want to talk to them. That, that ain't my interest. No. But, but, but anyway, uh, but go the ahead. The archives run say. deep. I mean, real deep, Mike. They go back and back. I mean, since I actually sat there and I Googled, you know, intro to info, and so much stuff came up from with WBOK, stuff before you even jumped on with WBOK is out there on the archives. And then with us being with the – they can network, you know, and then when you was doing your independent stuff, I mean, the list run deep. I put up so much information. I said, oh, wow, I wonder if Key even know that's even out there like that. <laughs> even though like, hey, so we didn't even know the stuff was on, you know, outside of Apple. Mm-hmm. Um, what is that? Yeah, no. Oh, no. <laughs> Blow a moment. <laughs> Yeah, no, I'm yeah. radio. There's so many different platforms that I didn't even know it was on. I said I was going to email it all to you and let you look over, and you're going to be blowed. Oh, there's a, there's a, there's a bunch of different platforms out there, but I'm really interested in in this gentleman's platform um, and and what he's talking about, and, and him being on for what he said like six years. You know, uh, those are the things that I'm sorry. What go ahead, Mike. No, I thought, I thought he spoke. But for him to be on the air this long, and, and I'm just now hearing of him, and, and I'd like to chime in and listen, you know what I'm saying, to, to, to listen to his show. you know. And, and I thank you for having him as a guest because I will be listening up for his, uh, his shows and listening to, you know, his conversations and everything. So that's what I, I, I shared on another show earlier this afternoon is that where it's so great that all of us do this because we love it. He just said it. We all love it and enjoy it. We're not making tons of money, right? No. I wish I was. Yeah, well, we all wish we were. But, you know, if if, if we were, and, and, and the thing is, like I said on another show, I said, and if we all were in agreement, there would just be one show, and we would all be co-hosts on one show <laughs> if we were all in agreement. Right. That's how come we have different stories. Go, go ahead, sis. One of my favorite um, hosts, Rolanda Watts, says sometimes it's not about the money you make, but it's about the difference you make. And so that right. is pertinent. Pertinent. I'll never forget this mm-hmm. one guy, and I didn't even, I never heard of this guy a day of my life, but he inboxed me. He said, that Phyllis comment episode you did, I just want to thank you because I use it as a reference for my college paper and I got an A. Like, this, that's Hello. the difference you make. That is not the money you mm-hmm. make. It's the difference. I hope this child matriculate through college because I did all these hours worth of research on Phyllis Hyman and, and the author of her biography was on, and he said that got me an A on my paper. And that, that's one of the things that I will not soon forget. And just whoever this show ever inspires it. And I encourage, you know, Emerson on here. Emerson, you are talented enough to have your own show. I got you on here. This is practice for you because I always believed in you. And so that's the purpose of this, to, to pay it forward and to, you Thank know, you. get out of the way. You know, yeah, I'm serious. You know that. that that's very true. And, and, that, and that's the point I'm making. The little things that can come out of one show, you have an hour, I have two hours. Five minutes, ten minutes can make a difference. You follow what I'm saying? Five minutes or ten minutes can make a difference. You just shared it. 
you know. So I commend everybody, and I and I and I salute everyone who do these types of shows, especially your your, your guests. You know, I look forward to listening to some of his broadcasts and learning something from it. You know, probably some that are archived. You go back and listen. Take the time to listen to something that you might have missed. You know, and uh, and and think it over. You might have missed something that really could make a difference in your day or or how you're doing things, how you perceive those. You know what I mean? There's so much out there, you know, and all of us who do these type of shows do it because we love it. We love to share information. That's all I have to say at this moment. Unmute. (laughs) (laughs) Queen of Hearts or um, Mom or Emerson, you guys guys have any more questions for Jeff? No, I I, I, I I don't have any more questions. I just uh I thank him for coming on and uh he he has been very interesting the things that he has shared and just so thankful to uh have witnessed uh what he talked about this evening. Thank you, Mama. Thank you. Um, well I have a question. I have a question. How do we yes. uh, hear Jeff? You can go to my website, which is www.jeffmarconetmarconetjr.com, and all my social medias are listed across the top of the page. And if you go to my YouTube channel, I have 277 videos up there, I believe. Yeah, wow. I'm looking right now. And they're, they're not all my episodes, but some are my episodes. Some are other videos that I've had done and things like that. You know what, Jeff? You know how many videos you have more than me? Mm, no. 277. <laughs> <laughs> well, I I I don't know if that's good or bad, but <laughs> no, that I mean, that that goes to show I need to get on my game. You have 277 more videos than I do because I have zero videos, to be honest, on on uh, on YouTube or any other type of thing. Uh, well, I do have some on Facebook, but man, I, I I commend you again. I mean, you really grinding, you really doing your work, you know, and you you're getting out there, and and I'm just really uh, thankful to hear you. And I'm glad I tuned in. I'm glad my sis has a live show this evening. I always have to text her and ask her, is it live or Memorex? <laughs> and she says, it's Memorex. And then sometimes that live. You know, so I'm glad I tuned in this evening to hear the conversation. Well, thank you. And I just Although, want to say that. I don't Go know ahead. what Memorex is. Is that like BHS? <laughs> See, I'm a little older than everybody else. No, Memorex was a. You remember the cassette tapes? Yeah. Okay. Right. Well, that was the name brand. Memorex was the name, and that was their slogan. 
Is it um, live or is it Memorex, Minnie? Are you hearing it live or is it a Memorex tape? And and that was a really great slogan for them. So that's that's an old school thing. Is it live or is it Memorex? All you know, right. But, you know, we got Google now, so you can Google it and see the advertisement. You can go to, you know, what YouTube what Google? See the Do I can I Google what Google is? Can you Google what Google is or what? Yeah, I don't <laughs> know what Google is. Oh, Google? Uh, okay, that's the social media thing of where, well, not a social media. It's a, it's a thing know, of where uh, you can go and look for everything, and, and everything that they put on Google, you decide whether you want to believe it or not. That's what Google is. Yeah. <laughs> well, Google okay, everybody in this country believes it, though. That's what Google is. Yeah, that's what Bling and all those other ones are being. Before you go, Jeff, definitely, what can you say to inspire anybody who is listening to this episode, whether it's live or um, in the archives? All right. So let's think here. What, Whatever you have gone through, it might not be the same as me. It might not be the same as anybody else on this show. But you have never been through anything that you didn't live through. So keep pushing on. Keep living each and every day. In fact, keep living each and every second. Why? Because you never know when the seconds are going to run out on your one life. We want to take the time to thank you for our special guest. That was a wonderful way to close us out. I, again, hope that people will were inspired and learned something and humbled, just humbled by this, uh, this episode. And uh, to the listeners, whether you're listening for the first time or you're a regular, we appreciate your listenership. My name is Makisha Best. I host this show alongside Queen of Hearts, Tam. Emerson's here, Michael Gay is here, and Mommy's here. Jeff Mark and I, Julia, was our special guest, and you guys have a great upcoming week. Thanksgiving is on the horizon, so make sure you enjoy that, and uh, happy Saturday. Enjoy the rest of your weekend. Everybody have a fantastic night. Thank you so, so, so much. Good night. It's been Thank you. <laughs> Bye-bye. Woo! Thank you, Jeff. Yeah, not a problem. Thank you. So did I have a chance to tell you guys about, uh, let me see, uh, since we're still on the air. Um, there was this one story that I didn't have a chance to just go ahead and, and shut down before I finish the story because it gets really dirty. So what happened was, um, I'm not going to tell that story. <laughs> so he gonna reel us in, say he gonna tell the story. Now you're not gonna tell the story, Mike. Yeah, I, I was thought she was gonna, gonna shut down. I thought I thought she was gonna shut down. 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 I
I was trying to I was trying to be funny before, you know, and I thought she was about to shut down the show, you know, I and know. now it's ten o'clock. <laughs> that was a teaser. That was the teaser. There you go. Don't uh, tease uh, me unless you please me. Okay, so 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 here, real quick, before she shuts it down. Okay, let me ask you guys a question. Are you finish holiday shopping or do you holiday shop? Yes or no? I do, but I haven't finished. Okay. Same thing, Queen of Hearts. Finish holiday shopping or do you holiday Come shop? On. Thanksgiving shopping or Christmas shopping because I don't do Christmas shopping when holiday, I shop all year. Holiday, holiday, holiday. Just, just the word holiday, period. <laughs> no, not really. Nope. Okay. All right. That's all I ask. It's just a, it's just a, a thing I, I need to know when I do next week of how folks, you know, think about shopping. That's all. Where's Sister Go? She still got us open on the board. Okay. Interesting. She must have added more time. <laughs> All right, guys, I have to run, so I will talk to you guys later. Yes, sir. All right. Thank you, you, sir. Appreciate it, too. Enjoy the conversation. Bye. So, please, I'm going to ask you this question. Okay. When you go shopping, okay, now, do you shop online or do you shop in the stores? I prefer to do it online because you go in the stores, ain't nobody in them. Sorry to play a Walmart, but Walmart is not equipped with enough employees to help the customers that come through there. So I prefer to go online. And hopefully whatever I purchase, I'm not getting catfished. (laughs) So you shop online more so than in the store. You'd rather write and have it delivered, or do you go pick it up? I go pick it up. I go pick it up. And the reason okay. why I shop online, they have more of a variety than what's on the shelf in the stores. True. Then the price is cheaper. True. Thank you. And see, that's the thing. You know I'm a manager, right, at Walmart. Mm-hmm. Jay King, Jay King has one thing he says that says that some people just don't listen well. My thing is people don't read well. Because it clearly states online price and the price it is if you order online, right? Mm-hmm. Have you noticed that when you look at that yeah. item and people don't scroll down and read the whole thing, they just see that it's on sale at this price, and then they run to the store and say, here's where you got this and the other. And I'm like, okay, let's scroll down. Yeah, mm-hmm. this is the price if you buy it online. But then they want to get mad and be like, well, how come you guys don't have the same price here in the store? Because mm-hmm. that's the price online. <laughs> <laughs> I feel for you and I'm like, uh, what, Black Friday coming up, so y'all going to get hit with that. Oh, no, wait, no, wait a minute. Wait a minute. Black Friday already started. That's true. That's true indeed. <laughs> hold on. Hold on. Hold on. That's the thing. I talked. I'm gonna talk about all the way through through Christmas. 
is that where Black Friday started on the 8th online. Mm-hmm. There were really? Black Friday deals through but Walmart see, that started that on the 8th. Mm-hmm. Black okay. Friday started on the 8th online. They had online items where you can get stuff that was $30 for $5, $15 online. Every Friday since the 8th has been Black Fridays at Walmart. Mm-hmm. Certain items. The Friday, last Friday was Black Friday. This past Friday was Black Friday. They pulled out certain things, and they called them events. There's event one, two, and three. So this past Friday was three. Guess mm-hmm. what? The day after Thanksgiving, I'm sorry, it was one, two. This coming Friday, or right after Thanksgiving, is Black Friday number three. That's when you're going to see the bigger items go on sale. All, I mean, that's all a uh, ploy to get you to come shop. See what I'm saying? Mm-hmm. It's a ploy to get you in the store. Now, one customer asked me that I know, when you all going to have a Black Friday on these groceries? <laughs> these groceries are hot. <laughs> Meat, everything. I'm like, actually, to be honest, you can get a discount on groceries. Really? Yeah. But you got to sign up. But you got to sign up for Walmart Plus. Oh. You always got to sign up for something. Sign up for Walmart Plus, get a discount. There's always okay, a catch to anything. That? Well, you check it out. Employees get it okay. for, for free. Okay. But you check it out, <laughs> see if it fits you. But employees get it, right? I have Walmart Plus. I, I get the free Paramount Plus. I get all that stuff for free. In fact, mm-hmm. you as a, as a customer, they even tie that into it. There's a bunch of stuff. I think they even have the the NFL thing tied into it, you know, anything to get you part of that. But just you do your research on it and check it out. You will get grocery discounts, but you got to sign up for it. It may be, I'm thinking at one point they were charging like $39 for a whole year, but that's not much of a savings if you're trying to save 40 bucks during the holiday season. But, you know, it, it's it's there. But you check it out. But uh, you do get grocery discounts. That is hmm. a fact. You know, and, and discounts. And you're very much aware of certain other things, and they let you know certain things that are going to be clearance and stuff like that. Of course, mm-hmm. me working at a store, I see that. But, um yeah, just do the research on it, you know. And and stores now really want you to be part of a, a membership or a club type thing because they 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 want you to continue to shop, right? From mm-hmm. them, um, you look at where there's a chain here called Kroger, and there's another one. I think it's Publix. It's either Kroger or Publix, but I know it's Kroger and another chain that are are going to uh, actually unite with each other. And and, and uh, this was a story now uh, I saw on the news because the competition they have get, uh, with Walmart and with Amazon as far as groceries go because now you can order, like you just said, 
then you can have it delivered or pick it up. The grocery stores are, are struggling now to survive because of Walmarts and Amazons, right? Mm-hmm. So they're going to start uniting or, you know, they're, they're looking at getting together and, and, you know, joining each other, you know, to survive the, the major uh, chains. So it's, it's That's what they talk about behind the scenes. Huh? That's what they talk about behind the scenes. Amazon collaborating and um, doing a joint venture mm-hmm. with Walmart. There's a lot of conversation going on. I I mm-hmm. don't think that Walmart and Amazon will ever join each other. No, Walmart is never going to join Amazon. The smaller chains mm-hmm. are going to try to join each other to try to compete with them the best they can. Otherwise, you'll mm-hmm. have a situation where it will just be Walmart and Amazon. That's it. And we definitely don't mm-hmm. want that. Because otherwise, you don't have much of a choice. Be- between just two, that won't work. Mm-hmm. You have a choice of what Walmart wants to give you and what Amazon wants to give you. The thing that Walmart has better than Amazon, Walmart has more freestanding stores where you can actually go to a Walmart. Walmart has stores within less than, at least where I live, there's a Walmart less than five miles away from each other. Amazon doesn't have that type of setup, you know know what I'm saying, as far as the brick-and-mortar stores. Amazon Mm -hmm. has more delivery things not a freestanding brick and mortar store. The Walmart can deliver but not deliver as an Amazon. See, so that's where one phases out the other as far as taking over what they have the best ability to do. Walmart has the brick and mortar, Amazon has a better delivery system or more of a delivery system. You follow me? So right. I don't think there really would be much of a competition because one is set up differently than the other. Now, Amazon decided to build brick-and-mortar stores and compete with Walmart. Dumb move because the thing is you have to look at there are, you know, everyday stores still there. There's a chain of stores here called Lido. There's there's a a few other stores you have to deal with and everything. You're not going to push them out the neighborhoods. And vice versa, Walmart is not going to try to get into the delivery business on the level of a Amazon. They can't afford. I mean, they can't afford it. But why? When you have more brick and mortar stores, you know what I'm saying? Mhm. Um, I thought Amazon had some stores too now, or they was talking about the chatter was saying that they was going to open stores. Amazon does have stores. They do have stores. Okay. In fact, their stores are so amazing. I've seen the videos where what you put in your cart, it's, it's, at, it's ringing up your shit, excuse me, your stuff. And when you get to the door, they already know what you got there. Your total is $547. Yeah. I mean, once you put it in there, the technology that Amazon has is so mind-boggling. When you put it in their cart, it rings it up. And once you get there... The person, the cashier, does not have to swipe it, scan it. It's already scanned because the system they have there is is just so amazing with the technology. 
So it's like just grab what you need, throw in the cart, get to the door. They already got your total, pay, and go. That's how amazing their system is now. It exists. But they don't have that many stores. I'm sorry. Yeah, That's they don't have to. Saturday Night Live show. Did you see that over at Keeney? They should say, go in the store, get what you want, and walk out the store. And they're like, uh-uh, that's a setup. Mm-hmm. <laughs> but, but it's a reality now. Grab oh, what you wow. want, put it in the cart. The store has a system where it, it like, scans what's in your buggy. And then... When you get to the checkout, it already knows what your total is. And it tells you, this is what you got in that card. Sure does. But Amazon, well, Amazon is, you know, of course, they're not able to build those type of stores throughout the country at the level they would need to, right, to compete Mm -hmm. with a Walmart at this point in time. Now, Walmart is spending a lot of money on technology. Um, like when you go to the checkout, um, you go to scan something. Uh, the product has certain things in it. I've seen it where a person had two TVs tried to scan one and not scan the other. Uh, the the associates that stand there at the front, you know, that are supposed to help you, you know, if something goes wrong. Now they have they have store phones, and they can look and see what you did or didn't scan, and they can come and assist and say, "Excuse me, sir." Um, that didn't show up. Huh? Well, that TV there didn't show up as being scanned. That's the technology that's there now. You follow me? Right. Yep. It's, 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 uh, it's interesting, especially with high theft, being that Walmart is shutting down stores or, or shortening their hours due to theft. Um, it's crazy that we're dealing with that type of stuff. Um, here in Georgia, that I'm sure you've probably seen the stories, stores have been set on fire, um, not just Walmart, even um, Target stores have set on fire. Some folks have set these stores on fire to make it a deterrent for them to make a theft, not realizing how major these fires are going to be. I mean, you're, 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 you're destroying you're trying to steal like a six hundred dollar television, but you just made the store lose almost hundreds of thousand dollars worth of merchandise for a six hundred dollar television. Really? Come on, you going to jail for a long time? <laughs> and that's what's been right. You going to jail for a long ass time? The Walmart lawyers are going to make sure that. <laughs> Yeah, throw him underneath the jail, bury the key, you know. So anyway, I'm going to let you run. I guess Sister Deer forgot to shut off the board. <laughs> she's enjoying her family, enjoying company. Huh? So she's probably enjoying company and enjoying family, so she, I don't know, she's up on. Well, she'll be able to edit this part out of the archive. They can cut that part of the show if if they don't want it in the show. I don't know if they can edit it or post it as is. So she's able to edit this part out of the show? Yeah, she she can. You really can. Uh, There's a way to do it. She could uh, pull the show 
put it into her system, edit it into her uh, laptop, and re-upload it. You can. You really can. Well, if she has the equipment to do, to do so. But then again, wait a minute. Her show is supposed to go off at that They lied. Uh, it is supposed to go off okay, at 10. So, it's supposed to have shut us off at 10. Right. So I'm sorry. What's going to happen, what was on the live stream is off. So we're just talking. So, right, what's recorded has already went into being edited and, and sent into the, on, onto the show as far as an article. Okay. So right now, yeah, okay. no, this part should not be there. Yeah, you're right. Right, because I was Correct. like, she's going to sit back and listen to this and say, wait a minute, they had a full-fledged <laughs> conversation while on the air. <laughs> right. <laughs> she was like, what the hell? She would be calling us, cussing us out. Can <laughs> you still on? You chiming on, or you done chimed off? Because the the uh, platform is still running. <laughs> right. No. We're no, still on no. each other's Ashley, Talk has already cut off that whole thing at ten. No, you're right. Okay. <laughs> so I have an interesting day. Tomorrow, um, gotta go to work. I'm supposed to go. I'm supposed to go to work and close at uh, tomorrow night. But I'm going to see Karen White tomorrow night. Um, oh really? Yeah, she was scheduled to perform two months ago here, but she fell ill, and she was doing two nights in a row. But uh, she's going to do two shows in one night tomorrow night, and. Um, in fact, I talked to her three days ago. Um, she's good to go and everything. But okay, I got to go to Karen early. White. You talked to Miss Karen White on the phone? <laughs> Me and Karen are friends. Are I've y'all good Karen friends? That's good. Yeah, she, she, she lives here in Atlanta. Let's see, I didn't know where she lived. I know sometimes yeah. you get them coming on the show and stuff like that. I don't even think we interviewed her, and if we did, it was years ago when we interviewed Miss Karen White. So I, I can't remember. But okay. Karen, Karen and I have been friends for many years now. Um, mm-hmm. Every time she performs uh, here, I'm always, you know, invited to come to her show. She's, she's done a few here, uh, in fact, Let's see. Uh, earlier this year, she did an event, which was a free concert. She 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 did. Uh, mm-hmm. I've seen her here. I've seen her here at a, a few shows here, and then she did a show in Birmingham during the Magic City Classic. Right? You know, that's the football game weekend, right? Um, mm-hmm. She opened for the Whispers and Frankie Beverly. And okay. let me tell you this. And, and let me tell you what's so crazy about that, um, this story I have to always share. But what's so crazy was that I'm talking to her and her friend, uh, Derek Muhammad, and said, so, Michael Dick, come on over to Birmingham. I said, yeah, I got friends over there. I got a lady friend over there. I'll just go over there, and, you know, and her and I will come to, to the show. And they said, well, we got you hooked up. Don't worry about the tickets. You'll be on a will call. I was like, cool. So I go over to Birmingham. Mm-hmm. We get to the event, go to what we'll call. They haven't fit, figured out the whole, you know, thing as far as names and everything. Finally, you know, um, they get it 
figured out. So Derek um, was just Karen's old man, actually. Um, he says, hey, look, text me what role you're in, you know, and everything. I said, okay. So I'm sitting there, and Karen's on stage with with uh, with uh, um, O'Brien, right? And they're singing Love Saw It. You know the song. And all of a sudden, Derek comes over. I mean, he comes down now. He says, Michael Gate, follow me. And I tell my friends, like, come on. He said, no, just you. I'm like, okay. Because I'm thinking, you know, they're about to finish the show. We go backstage, meet, you know, let her meet Karen. I already met Karen. Now, I've, I've been, I've celebrated her birthday with her at a comedy club, you know, after that thing, right? Mm-hmm. So I'm like, okay. And I'm like, what's going on here? So we go and walking down the aisle, go around the side of the stage, go backstage, security there. They look at me crazy. Derek has on his badge, and they put their hand up to stop me, and they're like, no, he's with me. He's part of the show. I'm like, huh? And we get backstage, he said, you're going to be that guy. And I'm like, oh, shit. Because I saw a video where being that guy, what that means. You're going to be the guy that they're going to put a chair on the stage and you sit there and Karen's going to sing to you, right? So here I'm in the wings and Karen and Derek, uh, I'm sorry, Karen and O'Brien, you know who O'Brien is, um, are finishing up the song Love Thought. And she says, you know, blah, blah, blah to, to him. And he exits the other side. He doesn't come off the stage my way. He goes the other way, right? And I'm like, shit. So her dancers are there in the wings, and she's telling me, said, well, this is what you got to do, blah, 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 blah. I'm like, uh-huh. But in my mind, and I'm, I didn't say it to her, but I'm like, yeah, I know this scene. Okay, I've seen this before, but she's done this before with somebody else that she knew. They just not, they didn't rehearse with me, though. See? So what happens is one of the dancers escorts me on to the stage and they put a chair there in the middle of the stage and I'm sitting there. Karen doesn't even look at me. She's talking to the audience, right? And she says, and then she turns around and says, well, who do we have here? What's your name? So I have to play the role, right? Now, granted, I know Karen. We've known each other for a while. Again, I've been out with her on her birthday, blah, blah, blah. The thing that blew me away, I'm looking out at this big-ass audience looking at me, and I'm like, what the hell am I supposed to do, <laughs> you know? So they go into the song, uh, Can I Stay With You? You know that song? That Are you there? Hello? I'm here. I had a sneezing attack. I'm having an allergy attack over here. Said, oh, I'm sorry. <laughs> I'm sorry. But I hear you. I, I mean, didn't that know. would put you in an awkward position, and she had you sitting in that chair not knowing what to do. Well, right. And and like I said, I've seen the, the, the way it played out, you know, with someone she knows. Troy, Troy Hughes was a person that's a photographer, a good friend of hers, and they played the role. And I and I saw where they rehearsed it, but I never got a rehearsal on this, right? And this is just a shocker to me. And so she goes into that song called Can I Stay With You that was written by Babyface, and her and Babyface did the song together. And, of course, she's 
she's dancing around me, and she sits on my lap, and then she has me stand up. And so I'm standing there, and she's swaying back and forth, and then she grabs my hand and pulls my arm around her waist, you know. So it's kind of like a comical scene in a sense because I'm acting like I'm shy, right, and everything. and But I'm kind of a little okay. nervous, mm-hmm. you know. But what got me was where, you know, we do all this stuff and everything, and she says, sing along with me, Michael. I'm like, oh, my God, she's going to ask me to sing, <laughs> you know. Now, I do have a decent voice. I mean, you know, I'm not no big vocalist, but I can, you know, I can hold a note, you know. So I sing along, and the crowd was like, oh, wow, you know. And, and, and once we finished the song, you know, they're like, you know, she's like, give a round of applause for Michael, Michael Gay, you know, like I don't know her. So I go to the concession stand to get a drink for me and my friend. And folks are like, you're the guy who's up there with care. I'm like, yeah, man, my wife would have killed me if she would have sat on my lap and said, blah, blah, blah. So we leave the venue, okay? We're going into the parking lot, and people see me, and they're like, hey, you're the guy with Kitter White. I'm like, yeah, you know. I'm like, well, thank you, thank you, thank you, blah, blah, blah. So uh, my friend and I, we go out. And her and I, you know, she said, well, you had your 15 minutes of pain. I said, yeah. I said, it was funny. I said, it was shocking. I said, I did not expect that. She said, Karen didn't tell you she was going to do that. I said, no. I said, I had no clue. So uh, we go home, and the next day we go to the football game, right, uh, which is the Magic City Classic. Get into the stand. This is the honest God truth. Get into the stand sit down, and the guy sitting right in front of me, he, he turned around and looked at me, and I, I'm not really looking at him, but I noticed, you know how you know it's a person who looks at you. And then he turns around and looks again, I look back, he said, aren't you that guy who was on the stage with Karen White last night? Mind you, we're in a football stadium. Mm-hmm. And he's like, yeah. And his wife is sitting next to him and says, his wife says, I told you that was Michael from last night who was on the stage with Karen White. He said, man, I don't know how you handled that. You know, that's your wife. I said, no, this is my lady friend. We're not married, you know, and everything, right, and everything. And then Myrtle, who was with, she says, well, your 15 minutes of fame lasted until the next day, didn't it? (laughs) (laughs) But it was just so funny. All I'm saying is that where people don't realize it was really staged, right? Mm-hmm. It was really staged. Not beknownst to me, but I already knew Karen. It wasn't like it was a shock, but it was just a shock to me that she would put me in that situation, you know. And then but she needed a seat filler. She needed a seat filler. Yeah, you know. So, but no, I've been known Karen for a little for a little bit. She's she's really a sweet, sweet individual. We 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 talk. Um, I talk through her and her old man, but I talk to her. I call her every now and then. Uh, one thing you don't do is contact her when she's getting ready to do a show. You know, she's mm-hmm. quiet. She don't want to talk. 
you know, because she's saving her voice and everything. But you can text her, or, you know, you can call her afterwards and everything. So Karen is really a businesswoman. Um, she's into property. She, she, I mean, she owns a lot of property. She's really invested mm-hmm. her money very well. So she's a very good business person, you know, but, you know, she's just a down-to-earth person, you know. A lot of folks don't realize that. There's some artists out there that love what they do and uh, continue to do what they do, but they're down there, very, very smart. And keep in mind, she's married to Terry Lewis, right? Oh, okay. Jimmy Jam and Terry Lewis. You know, you know who Jimmy Jam and Terry Lewis is. Right? Yeah, I do. I remember they used to compose a lot of music for like Janet Jackson and other artists. Many of the artists. <laughs> mm-hmm. Many of them, you know, and then they had a daughter, which is Ashley Lewis, and Ashley is doing very well. Um, she's not a musician, she's not a singer, though she has a beautiful voice. I love to sing, but uh, she's into the, the media. She just recently got married this year, um, and so she's doing well. Um, I saw the videos and the pictures of the wedding. Of course, her dad and mom were both there. Um, but they're just really good people. They really are, you know. They just live mm-hmm. a different lifestyle. Um, I've had Karen on the show before. And one time I had Karen and Ashley on the show before. I wish I had her dad on. Try to get her dad on. But, you know, uh, when I had Karen and her daughter on, I came to the question of what was it like 